Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the gripping imprint of boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. You don't connect the dots. It's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill their promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had men and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard Ryan 
Gable, and you're listening to the Secret Teachings radio broadcast right here on the Fringe FM. The Fringe.fm is the network website. Our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. And if you'd like to contact the show, rdgable at yahoo.com. That's R-D-G-A-B-L-E at yahoo.com. Facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. That's the social media page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. My personal account, Ryan Gable, if you'd like to reach out to me there. Otherwise, we do not do any other social media. Try to keep things pretty simple. I've actually gone onto the website and I've adjusted a few things. The slider at the top of the page. I don't really drive a lot of traffic to the website. It's mainly for the archive and for selling books. But if you do go to the website, you'll see at the top of the page, I'm going to start adding one show a week onto the slider with the promotional image for the show. And this week I've put the David Icke show compilation up there, the image. The show was called Consequences of Heart. And if basically you just click it, it'll it'll download the file. So whatever show is on there a week, that'll be the free show to download. Otherwise, the archive is where you'll want to go to get access to everything in a concise and um, uh, packaged way on the, on the website at thesecretteachings.info. I've also... Got an announcement to make. My uh, my food book that I've rewritten, essentially, and added a lot of additional information to several hundred pages. Uh, the book, because of printing, the cost will go up a little bit. Still the smallest book I have, but the book is in the process of being published. So when I get copies, I'll be able to send them out. Some people have already bought them, and you can go ahead and do that on the website. Those books in the, in the second edition, rewritten, revised, added to uh, it is available. I also have a lot of copies of Occult Arcana. I just got a new shipment of those in. And the Technological Elixir, which I think I just don't promote that enough because I always thought when I wrote that that would be the top-selling book because it's got everything from the entertainment industry and, and the, the, the satanic elements of it, if you will, making pacts with devils and demons to UFOs. And uh, there's even a chapter I, I added at the end for the second edition about the uh, the UFO cults. Uh, everything from that to climate change to artificial intelligence to black goo. I think I should promote that more. There's a lot of really great stuff in that book. It's called The Technological Elixir. I think it was, uh, what do they have, like Mark Devlin, Leo uh, Zagami, uh, I think Clyde. I think Clyde Lewis also wrote an intro. I had like three or four guys write an intro for that. And uh, we've got some people like, Dr. Betty Martini, Dr. Nancy Appleton wrote intros for the Food Philosophy book. And then uh, Mark Booth, a long time ago, had written me a, a blurb about some of the material that I ended up including in Occult Arcana. I mean, I, listen, I don't say these names because I'm special. I say them because I feel blessed to be able to sit here with you. Like, I just look at the shows that I've done the last couple of weeks, and I think, you know what? It's not arrogant to say that you're talented, Ryan. And you've done a lot of really great stuff, and you've helped a lot of people. I mean, people look at me, and they're like, I don't know how you come up with a show title every night, a new one, a unique one, or, you know, something that nobody else does, and how you come up with, uh, you know, material every night. I mean, it's easy to sit down and talk, but to have something that's substantial, to have something that's unique. I mean, not every show is unique. 
Uh, I mean, I try to make the show titles and the and the promotional pictures unique because that's what drives you to the show. I'm just looking at some of these shows and I'm thinking like, ah, damn, almost every one of these is clever. I guess <laughs> I guess I'm gaining a little bit of self-esteem in that way. Like, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago we did the, the Deep Space 19, you know, Star Trek, Deep Space 19. We talked about the 19 objects near... Uh, near near uh, Jupiter, I think it was Jupiter, the uh, the centaurs. Uh, and then uh, we talked about the one world hive mind at home. I love that promo with the Terminator and the and and Howl and uh, the the car from Knight Rider. And then uh, you know we had, I'm just sitting here looking at all these guests we've had. And we had Don Lester and David Parker. We had uh, uh, Charlie Robinson on the show last week. And then this week we had Carl uh, uh, Greg Carlwood from the Higher Side Chats. We had M Don Shorn. We had David Icke, and then tonight, the reason I'm going through all of this is because tonight we have Jordan Maxwell on the show again, and I think he's probably been on the show, I don't know, He's Jordan's been on the show probably a dozen times by now, and uh, I think it's really interesting because I love Jordan, and I love David Icke, and the way that they approach the subject matter is really different and unique, but it's also really similar. And uh, I know a lot of people perceive Jordan Maxwell to be much more bitter than David Icke, and maybe he is, but I, I mean, I, I agree with Jordan Maxwell when he's like, well, the reason that we don't know what's going on is because we're stupid and we're drinking too much beer and watching too much TV. I mean, I'm, I'm inclined to agree with him. Yeah, it's because we're, we're watching too much television, me, you know, news, media. You know, we're watching too much entertainment, we're, we're drinking too much alcohol, and we're not paying attention to what's going on. So, yeah, it's a little bit of a hard reality. Really, it's an easy reality, but it's hard to understand because we've created this synthetic reality for ourselves. So he's right. And, you know, you know the, the court system, they do got you by the balls. They play with balls. They've got you by the balls. Because, and we don't care to do anything about it because men aren't men anymore. Women aren't women anymore. Everything's about social justice and... And, and, and look at me, look at the color of my mask, isn't that cool? You know what I got so sick and tired of hearing is, out in public, I just hear like these comments, like, you know, it, sometimes you, you, you can see like a guy kind of hitting up on a girl or something, or sometimes vice versa. And I, I, I last week, just two things that irritated the, the, the hell out of me, I'm just being very personal with you. Uh, just this this guy standing there and this girl comes up and she's like, oh, my God, I love your mask. <laughs> and I just thought, well, that's the end of dating for me. There's absolutely no way that I'm going to meet a girl. You can't meet a girl anyway. You can't you can't even make friends for that matter, you know, without a mask. Now you got a mask on and you can't see what people look like. But I guess now it's like. If you have a nice mask, you know, people will compliment you. Hey, I love your mask, you know. You know what that mask is? That mask is the face hugger from Alien, you know, with Sigourney Weaver. And when it attaches to your face, it implants the seed of authoritarianism inside of you. And you think everything's okay, even when you take the mask off. And maybe when the mask restrictions are lifted, if that's the case in some places. And then you start feeling real weird, and here comes a second wave, and then it explodes out of you, and you're dead. And uh, welcome to the new world. Welcome to the new normal. That's how I see the face mask. It's basically a face hugger, and then the xenomorph comes out of you. But you've created it. You've acted as the vessel 
to bring that fundamental societal change about. See, everything is based on our acquiescence. You go to the hospital, you have a child at the hospital, you are acquiescing to their system. Even acquiescing to their system, rather than opting into everything, you have to opt out of everything. I'm not talking about like, hey, let us take your temperature or your blood pressure. I mean from a vaccine to a blood screening, as I talked about again last night. You have to opt out of those things, and you're able to. You just have to know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. And if you know how to do those three things, what, when, and how, you can get out of it. And it's not a matter of there being some form of legal ramification of you not doing what they say. They'll threaten you. They'll intimidate you. They'll keep pushing you, pushing you, pushing you, pushing you, pushing you. It's like, you ever seen Pond's Labyrinth? Where you really can't tell, I mean, I guess everybody's different, but you really couldn't tell if, if, if Pon, the goat, if, if he was evil, if he was good. I mean, he was kind of helping Ophelia. And then at the end, I mean, he was aggressive. He wanted her to sacrifice the innocent, and, and she refused to sacrifice her sibling, the little baby, but she let her own blood spill into the labyrinth, and then that initiated her into... The, 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 the realm of what we might perceive to be heaven is essentially what it signified. And then when she gets to heaven, she meets her real parents. Pan is there. Pan was a necessary evil. Pan helped Ophelia. He helped her transform. And all along the way, he's pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing, and it's uncomfortable. Well... I'm not saying that the new normal, the new order, if you will, is pawn, but I'm saying that it pushes you and pushes you and pushes you and pushes you and pushes you. And when you finally say, I'm not going to be pushed anymore, I'm done, no more. Or from the start, you say, you're not pushing me at all. I am non-compliant. I am not going to participate. Well, you must participate. This will happen. That will happen. Uh, I don't think so. I think that's just a bunch of... Uh, I think that's just a bunch of hype. It's just a bunch of hyperbole. It's just a bunch of, uh, well, there's a little bit of, uh, you know, narcissism there because people think like, you know, they're in charge, so they get to dictate to other people what to do. You know, a little bit of arrogance there and a lot of ignorance. You know, we, we have no clue what a basic human right is. We, we just think like, oh, well, you mean those stupid things that governments 200 and something years ago established for us? That's not something I'm going to listen to. No, moron. It's not. See, now I sound like, now I sound like Jordan. <laughs> No, it, it, it is something you should adhere to because it's not something the government gives you. And it's not something the government can take away. It's a God-given right. No, that doesn't mean God in the Christian sense. It just means the creator, the essence of life, the soul, the spirit, the fire that burns in those of us who are aware and conscious. Government is meant to protect those God-given rights, not to give them to you and then restrict them because of a perceived health crisis. And so... I love the, 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 the morons. I mean, let's just be real. Can we be real? I love the morons that are like, oh, my God, your mask is so amazing. Did you make that yourself? And that's the first stage. The second stage is, well, just, you know, wear the mask. And then, you know, you people complaining about your freedoms, they don't, you know, this will be gone someday and you'll be able to live free again. I mean, we've got a disease here. And then you ask them, like, what proof do you have the mask provides any level of protection? 
Oh, well, well, you, I, mean, I mean, clearly it provides protection. Somebody said that to me clearly. I said, well, if it's so clear, why don't you show me proof that it's clear and that it's safe and that it's effective? Well, I mean, just it's, it's just obvious. Well, 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 then show me that it's obvious. I mean, I can so, show you proof that it's not. So show me that it is. Well, you can find proof for anything. Well, apparently you can't because you can't find proof the damn thing is safe in extended usage. It's meant to protect from from liquids and fluids. I mean, if I'm not coughing or sneezing, I don't need to wear a mask and I'm not going to. Period. Now, if I was sick or coughing or sneezing, that might be a different, and maybe I would just stay home, but that would be a different story. Rather than quarantining 99% to protect 1%, why don't we quarantine the 1% to protect the 99%? And I don't mean that in some kind of weird socialist, you know, whatever, whatever, wherever that came from, that 1% leftist BS. I'm not talking about that 1%. It's like, well, we gotta have we got to have an honor system here. You know, 9 out of 10 of us have to wear it so we can make sure the one person is safe. How about the one person wears it, and then we make the decision as the 9 whether or not we are going to wear it because we'll decide if it's safe or not. How about that? Well, that's, that's how it really works. That's, that's me. I'm going to make the decision, not you. And I don't care what the setting is. So it's all enforced and reinforced through perception. I mean, like David Icke was talking about Wednesday, it's perception control. And the tool by which the perception control is carried out is psychological warfare. And the key to that problem, the key to dealing with the psychological warfare and and, and breaking free from it, is just to be human. Feel it, you know, in your heart. What you know is right. And if you do that, then game over for the status quo. Game over for the the way that things are, the status quo, the the state of how things are, and it's just, it's over. I mean, it's not as easy per se as it sounds. You have to, that's the point, have courage. You have to become aware in order to obtain the knowledge to take the next step, and you have to do so by demonstrating what value it has, and you gain so much more in return. Uh, I got two clips I wanted to play for you. One of these uh, about heart perception, very short, from the show on Wednesday with David Icke, is what what David said. So perception is the key, psychological warfare is the technique, and the heart is the solution. Heart perception will change everything. Heart perception will change everything. When you know what's right, but when you know what is right. That's what makes a difference. That's what changes everything. Here's the other clip. It's the heart that says, I will not concede my truth. I will not um, censor my truth. I will not acquiesce. I will not acquiesce. We don't acquiesce when we are not afraid. We have courage. We know what's right. We break the bondage and the chains of the gaslighting and the psychological warfare. And since we're born into bondage like Neo in the Matrix, we must become aware in order to break that bondage. Demonstrate that not only can it be done, but it will be done. And that it is done. And that it is absolute. And that we have courage and we overcome any little bit of fear we have knowing that even though we're courageous, we can still be fearful, but that we're courageous 
we do what's right, and we show others, and that's what leadership is. And that new order, that new normal, does not want leadership. They do not want production. They do not want any kind of human value. They want the destruction of production. That's why laziness, that's why non-production, deindustrialization, the breakup of the family and all these other things, that's why it's all being done through incentive. It's been incentivized. Not being human. Think about the implications of that. Not being a human. Not being human. Not being a human is being incentivized. Don't do what you know is right. Don't do what you know in your heart to be true. Just do what everybody else does because it'll just be easier if you do what everybody else does. You won't have to deal with the backlash of others looking at you and laughing and, and, and feeling, you know, feeling as if you've done something wrong just for doing what you know is right. We, we, we can't have that feeling. If we have that feeling, then we're compromised. You just have to have courage and show other people, hey, look, it can be done. And it is done. And it remains done. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Jordan Maxwell coming up in the second hour tonight. JordanMaxwellShow.com. www.thesecretteachings.info is our website. More of The Secret Teachings after break. Stay with us. This is The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings or our website, thesecretteachings.info. If you're looking for something to do while you're quarantined or locked down at home, check out www.thesecretteachings.info. For our entire show archive, there you'll find every single broadcast after it airs, and you can download and stream every single one of those shows with great guests and timeless subjects. Right now, it's only $35 for a one-year subscription to the archive and a free copy of one of my books with free shipping in the United States. It supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and it supports you. You can also check out my three books independently, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir. Read reviews and see the books at www.thesecretteachings.info. Whether you subscribe, purchase a book, or you simply listen to the show five nights a week, it's a great way to stay informed and to be entertained. Again, that's www.thesecretteachings.info, thesecretteachings.info, or find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings and shoot us an email at rdgable at yahoo.com. Alex X. Hi, I'm Alex Exum, and you're listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings t-shirts are now available through TeePublic and the show website at thesecretteachings.info. Whatever your color or size, check out the full selection on our website. Shirt designs include the Secret Teachings logo, our Occult Arcana shirt, 
the infamous Mothman, and of course the Blue Chicken Avian shirts, among others like the Paranormal Desert shirt. Check them out on TeePublic by searching for The Secret Teachings or simply visit thesecretteachings.info and select the merchandise option at the top of the page. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports the secret teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. The truth is out there. There's something out here. And so are we. KTOK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is Ryan Gable of the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast, where we expose frauds, say the uncomfortable, and discover patterns. And you're listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Understand the procedure now? Just stop a few of their machines and radios and telephones and lawnmowers. Throw them into darkness for a few hours and then sit back and watch the pattern. And this pattern is always the same? With few variations. They pick the most dangerous enemy they can find. And it's themselves. All we need to do is sit back and watch. This is David Parker, one of the authors of What Really Makes You Ill, Why Everything You Think You Knew About Disease Is Wrong. I'm Dawn Lester, co-author of What Really Makes You Ill, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. And uh, it's been a pleasure to be here. Hey there, this is Greg Carlwood of the Higher Side Chats, helping people navigate the rough waters of the vast conspiracy at thehiresidechats.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Ryan Gable, and this is the Secret Teachings radio broadcast right here on the Fringe FM, five nights a week, Monday through Friday, 
Same time each night, our website, www.thesecretteachings.info, where you can find the books, the subscriptions, my email, and more. The email is rdgable at yahoo.com, facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings. Tonight, Jordan Maxwell will be joining us in the next hour on the subject of psychological warfare. I think this is the best way to analyze the current state of affairs that all of us are experiencing, even if we're mostly isolated to our homes. It's psychological warfare that has conditioned people to believe things that are not only untrue, but grossly misleading. The idea that a mask protects you and keeps you safe is very misleading, but it's also dangerous because long-term mask usage results, according to the British Medical Journal, one of the only publications to demonstrate the longer-term effectiveness of masks, it actually leads to higher rates of infection, which makes sense because, for example, I said some, uh, something to somebody on Facebook last night, and, I, I, and, and they said, you could get someone sick if you don't have a mask. I said, how is that? I'm not sick. They said, you could be. You don't know it. I said, how is that? You could be asymptomatic. And I said, oh, Dang, you got me on the asymptomatic thing. Oh, what about this Science Magazine article where they show that the German study on asymptomatic transmission is actually flawed and they never conducted the legitimate research? Oh, well, you could still pass it along. Well, how? You could be asymptomatic. It's like, are you serious? I just proved you wrong. Why don't you prove to me that I can be asymptomatic? I don't have to. You're just stupid. You know, it's not even childish. Children communicate better than this. Literally, the only people thing people like that understand is when you you yell at them when you curse at them it's like someone who's been abused you know that's all they understand they know how to be abused i mean it's like someone who's been gaslit all they know is gaslighting and and that's what most of us know we know gaslighting we know how to be manipulated we know when we're being manipulated and that's what we feel comfortable with if someone tells us the truth it's like why are you telling us the truth that you've got to have some other motivation i mean why would you tell why would you be honest why would you put yourself at risk? You know, I'm not even willing to put myself at risk. Why would you put yourself at risk for yourself or for me? That's even more suspicious. We don't have to pay attention to why you're doing that. You, you could be trying to harm us. I mean, that is the nature. That is the level of psychological warfare. You know, we've talked about masks and distancing and no sex, the elimination of the orgasm, no handshaking, turning men into women, women into men, uh, telling people to take estrogen to, to prevent themselves from getting sick. I mean, it's just, it's, it's beyond absurd. And I'm as tired of hearing about it as you are. Uh, I feel a little bit better that I was able to, 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 let's say, let's say legally, and I mean, I don't mean that implied, like I legally, I had to contact a constitutional law group, but I was, I was able to get out of wearing a mask at work because I have health problems one and because also it's dangerous and you cannot you don't have to disclose your health problems anyway according to the american disability act so you can just report the business you know even if you're a customer and they're saying well why why can't you wear a mask you're you're, are you sick well no i have a medical condition well you have to wear a mask i mean there are some businesses that could you know sure kick you out but you could report this as a violation of the ada if you have a job 
and there's a there's a hotline to do that. It gave it out last night. It's it doesn't. I'm not making money from it. It's 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 just it's useful. It's useful information. Again, why would he want to help us? You know, because I I care. I, I don't even know all of you personally, but I care. You know, it helps. It it's helped me, so I want to present it to you. I want to I want to help you as you know as well as this information's helped me. That's why I do the show. I talked about earlier how I've heard a lot of people usually a flirtatious way between like a man and a woman. It's like, oh my God, I love your mask. And I find that so weird. Don't you just find that bizarre? You know, I love your mask. I mean, is it just small talk or is there some underlying psychological implication here? Is this the ramifications of the trauma that we face because of people like Dr. Faust? I like your mask. Oh, it's just harmless commentary. Well, I think it's very strong and profound commentary for what's happening. I like your mask. I, your mask is wonderful. See, everybody color codes and accessorizes and decorates, and they do all kinds of things to their mask. And some people have fancy masks. Some people have cheap masks. But it allows you, like your shoes and your shirt and your pants and your hat and your glasses, it allows you to express yourself. And that's your expression. No one can take that from you. That's your blue mask. That's your red mask. That's your mask with the flowers on it. That's your mask with the stripes and the polka dots on it. That's yours. Nobody can take that from you. That's yours. Don't let them tell you that. They want to make you sick. Psychological warfare. It's gaslighting. You could get someone else sick. Shut your mouth. Sit back down. And people that act like that are usually pretty terrified themselves. So you say, no, you shut up and you sit down. And then they're usually like, oh, oh, okay, yes, sir. Because people that are really, really in control don't need to feel as if they're in control. They don't need to feel empowered. You know, like George Carlin said, uh, warfare is basically, he calls it the bigger dick foreign policy. Because <laughs> it's basically, that's what it is, you know. And of course, all the rockets and bombs are shaped like dicks. And it's... It, it's pretty much it. I mean, on a, on, a, on a psychological level, on a subconscious level, on a DNA, on a genetic level, that is what it is. I mean, whether it's warfare or whether it's just interaction. And the people that feel typically, I mean, they might have temporal power, uh, but the people that feel as if they have power, they need to express it to others in the same way that people that don't feel appreciated put freaking yard signs out that say I'm a hero. A hero lives here. Why, why do I care if a hero lives there? Who who reads that and thinks, I'm glad to know that a hero lives there. I, I If I need a hero, I will go there for the hero. You know? Why, why put that sign out there? Why, the only person that sign is for is for you. To make you feel better about yourself. And that's fine. You want to put a sign out in your yard? Put a sign. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. I don't care. But don't gaslight me into thinking it's my fault. Don't you find that interesting? It's like wearing a mask has apparently reduced carbon dioxide. Staying at home has been incentivized with universal basic income. Economies have been shut down. The nation has, in a sense, become de-industrialized. People have become separated 
and removed from one another. Social interactions have ceased. And your conformity has been coerced through robots and drones and implications of what will happen if you do not abide by the suggested authority. It is a recommendation, but if you do not leave this space, you will be arrested. If you do not don the mask, you will be put in jail and fined. But it's a recommendation. Have a nice day. That's how it works. But when you say, no, I'm not participating, they've got nothing they can do. Throw me in jail, fine me. What what, what are you going to do? You can't kill my soul unless I allow you to. But don't you find that interesting? Carbon emissions have fallen. You see what I'm getting at, right? Carbon emissions have fallen because of the masks, apparently. We have an incentive to stay home and not produce. We are separated from each other, confined to the home under house arrest. No good reason, no justifiable reason, no medical or scientific reason or explanation even for that matter. Just we rely on authority, a central authority, a Politburo. And in the process of all of this occurring, it just happens to come on the coattails of the Green New Deal. And it just happens to come out of a country for which the Green New Deal is is formulated upon. And that is China. Don't you find that interesting? Don't you find that interesting that what's happening in the United States with censorship? It's quite clear that the same companies that are that that are uh, that are active uh, in the censorship, Google, Apple, etc., are the same ones that are contact tracing, the same ones that do all of the same types of things, censorship and firewalls, contact tracing. They already do that for the Chinese. That's where they set up shop in China. So you're basically seeing 21st century warfare play out. And on a, on a social micro level, you see people that are like, oh, my God, I love your mask. That's so nice. I love that mask. That material is so nice. I like those colors. I guess the good thing about what we are dealing with pertaining to distancing and masks is that if you see someone in public who's not wearing a mask and who doesn't panic and get shaky and sweaty when they get close to you, he's going to make me sick. Oh, no then you know you can probably have a good conversation with that person. That's, that's a good assumption to make, right? You know, I've, I've thought, like, if I saw a girl who was, you know, in shape and took care of herself, and that is, I don't care if that's politically correct, because as a man, I'm not attracted to, to whales, so I am attracted to a young lady who's intelligent more than anything, but I, see, I can't seem to find a human being that's intelligent. So if you see a young lady as a guy who doesn't have a mask on and she's in shape, you know, mentally, clearly by not having a mask, then, you know, you could talk to her, I guess. And the same thing with anybody not having a mask on. You could talk to them, just ask them, why are you not wearing a mask? You know, they might even get defensive. And they might tell you, because the mask doesn't do this. And you'd be like, well, no, 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 I agree with you. That's, you clearly see I'm not wearing one either. So it's kind of a sign. Otherwise, it's, it's virtue signaling, and it's all about... I was reading this thing in the Mayo Clinic. It was like, well, you know, if you have a mask on, it really doesn't do anything, but it helps people feel better. O- okay, I'm not going to change the way that I live because it makes one or two other people feel better. You know, what sense does that make? 
if you play the thought through. Does that make any sense? No. Why, why don't you just do things that make you feel good and, and stop giving any concern for what other people do? Isn't that kind of the whole thing with these Marxists anyway? It's all about how, you know, we got to take care of the community, take care of other people. But when you don't take care of yourself, you're not taking care of the collective. When you take care of the collective, you're not taking care of yourself. But again, it's just backwards. It's because it's psychological warfare. And I think tonight, Jordan Maxwell is going to help us go through the ultimate psychological warfare and what it means to become a, 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 a citizen of the state or a state citizen as opposed to a citizen of the United States. And we'll talk about the ultimate psychological warfare, the nature of how the world really works. And we have to know this because we're born into bondage and we have to become aware of that bondage in order to break the chains. If we don't know that we're in a box, if we don't know that we're in chains, if we don't know that we're in a prison, then we can't break free of it. We think this is just the way that things are. But we have to have courage, even if we're afraid. It's okay to be afraid. But you have courage. That's what courage is, to do it anyway. And then, of course, freedom becomes easier when other people do it for you. But that's okay, because there are those of us who are willing to do it for others. And I mean, I, I understand the concept of dying for what is right. People might mock that. They're stupid. But, um, you know, I have, I have, I've had friends tell me they're like, you know, of, of people I know like you, and they'll name one or two other people or, you know, Maybe some people like guests we've had on this show, like my friend Jack does it a lot. He's like, I would go to battle with you, with David Icke, with Jordan Maxwell, with, and he just lists a bunch of names. He's like, any day. And I always think like people like yourself, you listening, people like me, this doesn't make us better. It just means that like we have, we have courage. That's what it really is. And when you have courage and you do what you know is right, like David Icke said, I'll play that, that clip again then that just that solves the problem. So perception is the key. Psychological warfare is the technique. And the heart yeah. is the solution. Heart perception will change everything. Heart perception will change everything. You do what you know is right. It's the heart that says, I will not concede my truth. I will not um, censor my truth. I will not acquiesce. I will not acquiesce. I will not censor. I will not concede. I will not participate. I, kind of like Mark Devlin's uh, T-shirts, if you've seen them, I, uh, I did not consent and I was not asked. And I do not consent. Tonight, Jordan Maxwell is going to tell us about becoming a state citizen, and he's going to tell us about the ultimate forum of psychological warfare. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. We're going to finish the week strong with Jordan Maxwell right here on The Secret Teachings. I'll be out a couple days next week. But we'll have plenty of great shows on The Secret Teachings. Jordan Maxwell coming up next. JordanMaxwellShow.com. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. RDGable at Yahoo.com. Facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. Donate. Or subscribe and get a book. Supports us, supports you, and supports the network. 
more after this. Don't go anywhere. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rggable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. If you're looking for something to do while you're quarantined or locked down at home, check out www.thesecretteachings.info for our entire show archive. There you'll find every single broadcast after it airs, and you can download and stream every single one of those shows with great guests and timeless subjects. Right now, it's only $35 for a one-year subscription to the archive and a free copy of one of my books with free shipping in the United States. It supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and it supports you. You can also check out my three books independently, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir. Read reviews and see the books at www.thesecretteachings.info. Whether you subscribe, purchase a book, or you simply listen to the show five nights a week, it's a great way to stay informed and to be entertained. Again, that's www.thesecretteachings.info thesecretteachings.info or find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings and shoot us an email at rdgable at yahoo.com This is Dave Cruz host of Beyond the Strange and you're listening to The Fringe FM The Secret Teachings t-shirts are now available through TeePublic and the show website at thesecretteachings.info. Whatever your color or size, check out the full selection on our website. Shirt designs include the Secret Teachings logo, our Occult Arcana shirt, the infamous Mothman, and of course the Blue Chicken Avian shirts, among others like the Paranormal Desert shirt. Check them out on TeePublic by searching for The Secret Teachings or simply visit thesecretteachings.info and select the merchandise option at the top of the page. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, mythology to alchemy, check out Ryan Gable's book, Occult Arcana, with hundreds of beautiful images. If you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic packs made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. And if you want a practical look at food, lifestyle, and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and order yours today. It supports The Secret Teachings, you, and The Fringe FM. We've heard your feedback loud and clear. You called it out, and now we're answering. All new live programming, five nights a week. Always remember, The Fringe FM is for you, the listener. And we appreciate your feedback. Keep the feedback coming. You can email us at talkback at thefringe.fm. Call the station at 501 777 5631 
or send us a message on Facebook at The Fringe FM. This is Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast, where we expose frauds, say the uncomfortable, and discover patterns. And you're listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. Where the past, present, and future all coexist on the same timeline. A reminder that the future is not some distant glimmer, but a bright light shining in your eyes. This is the future we are in right now. Where our phones are the first things that we touch when we wake up, the last thing we touch before falling asleep. Radiant. Seductive screens we so lovingly, endlessly gaze upon. Much like you're doing right now. Welcome to a future where our true reflection is only revealed once the screen goes dark. Welcome. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening. Ryan Gable, and this is the Secret Teachings radio broadcast right here on the Fringe FM. Our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. To contact us, rdgable at yahoo.com and facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. Our guest tonight, Jordan Maxwell, jordanmaxwellshow.com. That's Jordan Maxwell show.com his website's always linked up on our website as well and on the social media page jordan's been on the show probably about a dozen times and i wanted to bring jordan back tonight due to the content of this week so far monday through thursday we've had greg carlwood from the higher side chats on we had m don shorn author of numerous books on extraterrestrials using archaic texts and myths and things like this to piece together his story. We had David Icke on Wednesday, and then last night I talked a little bit about self-empowerment through obtaining knowledge and not submitting to acquiescence based on fear and coercion. And I thought we could talk to Jordan tonight a little bit about the nature of psychological warfare and the nature of brainwashing which is not a, a new phenomena per se, uh, because brainwashing has, of course, occurred throughout history, but the term itself comes from the 1950s, courtesy of the Central Intelligence Agency, much like the terms conspiracy theorist. But, Jordan, what exactly is psychological warfare, and how does that apply to what's going on today with current events as well as any other time? What is psychological warfare? How does it work? Well, the very fact that it's psychological means it's dealing with the brain, with the human mind, 
And we have so many psychological uh, problems today in the human race, all kinds of psychological. Psych implies the human mind, and psychological warfare means that people who are trying to harm you by lying to you, manipulating you, scaring you, this is the best way, they frighten you, and sometimes they will harass you till you commit suicide. There have been problems like that all over the earth. There are times where people are being driven absolutely mad, and they end up killing themselves because their their psychological warfare is so intense that humans can only take so much. And so what we're seeing today is psychological warfare, which I think is profoundly interesting because we've got China who wants America dead, and America is trying to comply by killing itself because of some horrible, terrible catastrophe of some terrible disease that nobody seems to know what it is. Nobody seems to know what's going on. <clears throat> and it's just killing people all over the world. But nowhere near what the people who die every year from the flu epidemics. <clears throat> A flu season kills more people than it's been killed today by this virus. But nobody seems to know that. It sounds like China is trying to coerce America into committing suicide, and America is so profoundly ignorant, it seems to be working, because America will stay home, they won't eat, they won't go anywhere, they will comply and do whatever they're told to do, and so China has their their people in Washington, D.C., who are financed to tell us to stay home, don't eat, don't go out, don't do any shopping, and we hope you die. And so we say, oh, okay, we won't go anywhere, we won't do anything, we won't eat, we won't shop, we won't do nothing, we'll just shut our country down, and every hour the country is shut down, we're getting closer and closer to absolute, complete collapse of the United States of America. And all it needed was China to tell us to stay home, that we're going to die of some terrible disease. It's nothing more than psychological warfare. More people have died every year from the regular flu season, but we're not being told the truth about anything. And the doctor who got all this this started, I found out he was a Jesuit. The doctor is, in fact, a Jesuit. Dr. Fauci? Yes, he's a member of the Jesuit organization. That, that's so not, that makes not surprising. sense. That makes sense. <clears throat> that's not surprising. And if if you're talking about the general American populace or populace of the United States, what's happening in the U.S. is parallel to what happened, in my opinion, from reading history, what happened during the communist revolution in China and the uh-huh. preceding decades. I mean, it's it's virtually identical. It is identical. It's absolutely identical. We are destroying ourselves because our enemies want us dead, and we are happy to oblige them. They tell us, stay home, the boogeyman's going to get you, and the devil's going to get you, 
And if you go outside and even breathe and act like you're human, you're going to die a horrible, terrible disease. And the boogeyman's going to get you. <clears throat> and so being ignorant, ill-informed, and unread, and generally backwards, as Americans are, because all we know how to do is watch basketball and drink beer. So we're told, don't go out, don't do any shopping, don't do anything to make any money, don't earn a living, stay home, stay out of the way, don't eat, don't go anywhere, and we hope you die. That's what we do, and so we do. We stay home, and we don't do anything, we don't discuss anything, we don't research anything, we don't read anything. The American people <clears throat> are, without a doubt, probably some of the most ignorant people on the face of the earth. It's unbelievable. So we have essentially incentivized dependency, laziness, and the lack of production. And uh, if we don't have incentive to produce or to create, then obviously... Nothing is produced or created, and we're dead. It's stagnation. Yeah, we're dead. And, and they've incentivized it, too, because if you stay home, you don't go to work, you get more money. It's like the universal basic income. I was reading something yesterday. They said that just from a few people, relatively speaking, around the United States wearing masks, suddenly our carbon emissions have fallen drastically. And I thought that's interesting. I guess those particular people wearing the mask were responsible for all the, all the carbon dioxide. It's like <laughs> every, everything that's being done, Jordan, is also directly in line with the Green New Deal from the universal basic income to reducing carbon emissions to now wanting to replace food with fake synthetic foods like fake meats. It's just doing what could not be made legislation, but doing it by using a crisis. That's right, and I think it is absolutely brilliant. Who would have thought? you got to give the devil his due, so to speak. you got to give it to the communist masters of this world who know exactly how to manipulate the human mind and the human brain. They know how to scare you into committing suicide. They know how to lie to you. So you'll jump off a cliff and, you know, because everybody else is doing it, you need to do it too. And so that's how America is being destroyed from within, inside, because when you destroy the people and their economy, you destroy the country. And this is what's happening now. And so New York is feeling it. New Jersey's really feeling it. And I've heard that New York is really bad off because today, you know, people are not working. They have no money. They have no food. They're scared to death because they're... They're Illuminati masters in New York, the Empire State, uh, telling them that the boogeyman's going to get them if they go out and they're going to get a loathsome disease and die a horrible death. And everybody else is just rolling around with no mask and they're doing fine. But we've been told so many lies and so many times we've found out that our politicians are not our leaders. They're our misleaders. They are on the take. They're taking, you know, like George Carlin said, the guys who run this planet, they've got the, they got the judges in their back pockets. they got the lawyers in their back pocket. They run the country. They run this entire United States as a more organized criminal conspiracy, period. And it's called Washington, D.C. 
it's an incredible story when you find out what Washington, D.C. really actually is in history and, when, and in fact, because it has nothing to do, Washington, D.C. has nothing whatsoever to do with the United States of America, founded in 1776. <clears throat> My friend had a problem with the internal revenue. Us, he was he was uh, he was applying to be a state citizen. Most people on the earth have never heard of a state citizen, have no idea in the world what a state citizen is. But this young man, this friend of mine, was extraordinarily intelligent and very well read, and he found out about how to become a citizen of the state in which you live. And therefore, you no longer, once you do that, if you fill out the papers right and know what you're doing, you can become a citizen of the state in which you live. And that's the way it used to be in 1776 when the country was founded. There were no U.S. citizens in the United States of America. They were from different states of the Union. <clears throat> and so they were state citizens. Well, he has joined the state citizenship and got uh, information, got all the documentation from the federal government saying, yes, we, we agree, you have done it correctly, and you are a state citizen. And then he called the Internal Revenue to talk to them about some problems he was having. <clears throat> and the people at the Internal Revenue told him, oh, you are a state citizen, therefore we have nothing to do with you. This is the internal revenue. We are internal to a corporation. That's why it's called internal revenue. We are operating from inside of a corporation called the United States Incorporate. And we are in Washington, D.C. If you want to talk about the taxes of an American, founded in 1776, and you must take this phone number. And they gave him a phone number and said, call this number and talk with them, because this, is, this, this number in Philadelphia is the re representation of the United States of America. It has nothing to do with us. We are a corporation and a company, and we operate out of under, under international corporate law in the United States Corporation. And so he called that number in Philadelphia, and they said, oh, yes. And he told them, I have uh, rescinded my uh, uh, the attorney's signature on my Social Security card. Uh, I have purposely re revoked the signature on my Social Security card. And the person in Philadelphia said, oh, okay, you are a you are a state citizen. He said, yes. They said, oh, okay, we'll send you the information, all the paperwork, and then uh, you know, then we'll talk to you Monday, and we'll, we'll send all this paperwork over the weekend. And so they did. They emailed him all the important paperwork on being a state citizen, and he's no longer a part of the United States Corporation. He is now a member of the state in which he lives in California. He's a California state citizen. And he can still but, get he can still get work? Oh yeah, well he's had the problem with that because the problem has been 
Most people are so profoundly ignorant, they have no idea in the world what a state citizen is. And they think you must be a communist or a Nazi or something, so they don't want you working with them. And so he contacted Philadelphia again and said, could you please send me a letter in the mail telling me I can I don't need to have a Social Security number. I'm a state citizen. And they said, yes, we'll do that immediately. A few days later, he got it in the mail where the, uh, the uh, treasurer of the United States of America in Philadelphia uh, wrote and said, there is no need for this man to have a social security card. He is a state citizen. And we and, and then he also contacted Washington, D.C., and they sent him a letter, too, saying that this man is not a uh, is not a part of the Federal Reserve System and does not need a social security card to work. And if you have any problems, please call us and go to this email address and we'll talk to you and so he takes that with him to go when he goes to for a job and the and every time they look at they look at the paperwork they see is signed by the commissioner at the federal reserve and it says that he does not need to have a, a, a social security card to work because he is a citizen of the state of california he's a california state citizen and there's no need for him to have a social security card to work. So how would this? And, how would that work? Have you have you done that? Do you know how to no, do it? No, I haven't done it. I just watched him do it, and I've been reading all of his letters. <clears throat> but I know it can be done because he's done it. And so, but what's really interesting is when he takes it in, and goes to for employment. And they are interviewing him for for a job. They finally gets around to the fact that he's a state citizen, and the employer says, "We don't know what that is. What do you what do you talk about, state citizen?" And he said, "Well, if you just little, you know, if you were, if you didn't have your head up your ass, you'd know what a state citizen is. You go back in history and look at the United States of America, when it was found that there was no U.S. citizen, there was only a state citizen." You were from you were from Georgia. You were from Nevada. You were from Texas, and that's you know, because you were part of the federal system of states, and the state is a government, like the state of Israel. The state of Israel is its own state, its own country. It's called the state of Israel. The Vatican is also called the Vatican State, because it is a it is a country. And so the, the corporation called state means it's a country. And so we have the state of Alabama and the Alabama state. And we have California state or the state of California. And so once you understand these words and terms, which 99% of all humans on the earth collectively have no comprehension of, never heard of such a thing, but people like me and people like my friend who do this kind of reading and studying 24 hours a day on the law, on how America was founded, what it means, how the world works and what the courts are and why do you go to court and what's the difference between a marshal and a, and a sheriff 
And what's the difference? Why do we no longer have our, our we no longer have the freedom like the cowboys did in all the cowboy movies? I don't have to tell you about. It. You can go to any old John Wayne cowboy movie, and you'll see the cowboys all had guns. They all carried guns. Did they have permits and to pay fines? No, they didn't have permits to carry a gun. They just carried guns. Why? Because they were free. They were considered to be free men, and they could carry a gun if they wanted to. So, so Jordan, then, the IRS is a great example of psychological warfare because people acquiesce <laughs> and pay those taxes based on intimidation, fear, and the implication that they have to pay them because, well, that's the IRS. And so if you think about psychological warfare in that context, pretty much everything we experience is a form of psychological warfare from paying taxes, uh, paying an income tax in particular, to something as simple as the language that's used. But if you, yes, you know yes. how to maneuver, then you can maneuver yourself out of danger, out of the situation that you've been opted into, essentially, before you know birth, really. Uh, no. It's empower. It's empowering in a, in a way because we know that there are ways out of this, but obviously it's it's very difficult, and you have to have a lot of willpower to 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 move through the process. And you got to be a real man. You got to be not not a little effeminate. You got to be a real <laughs> man and stand up for your rights because the law says if you don't stand up for your rights. You got none. You got none. I yep. learned that in high school. You know, you know, Jordan, I mentioned before we got on the, the call tonight that, and I told this story last night, I work at a, a small grocery store and they told me that I had to wear a mask. And I said, can you provide proof of the level of protection that provides me and others? And they said, well, no, it's just, it's, it's, it's the, the law. I said, no, it's not the law. Well, it's an executive order. I said, an executive order is not a law. I mean, I said, besides, it's not enforced. And I said, besides, I have a health problem. I've got a doctor's note. Here it is. Well, then we can't let you work without a mask. And they just could not get it through their head, Jordan. So I contacted a constitutional law group. I had the constitutional law group contact them. I had to go through this whole long, drawn-out process for them to simply acknowledge that they, don't, they do not have a legal right to get rid of me as an employee because of a health condition, which is a violation of several federal laws, basic human rights. And I had to stand by that despite the criticism and the, and the potentiality of losing a job that I liked. And it all turned out better last night when I found out that I get to keep the job and they can't force me to wear a mask. And it was all because <laughs> I felt Good. like I stood up and I was a real man and I got a ton of compliments and people are thanking me like, how did you know what to do? That, 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 we didn't know what to do. Thank you so well, much. No, but, but the reason you did is because you've always thought that way. You've always thought for yourself and do your own thinking. Most humans do not know how to think for themselves. They've never really taken that step to get out of the box of reality they live in <clears throat> and think for yourself and stand up for yourself. And let me give you an example of how this works. Yeah. Uh, if a police, you're driving along the highway and a cop pulls you over, you get the red light beeping from behind, you see on the, on the motorcycle and his red lights are bleeping. So you pull off the road and he comes up to you, to your driver's side, and he asks for your identification. And he's got a ticket, a, a bunch of tickets. So he pulls out this, this pad and starts writing on a ticket, and you know you're going to get a ticket now. 
And so he's writing it out and filling it out, what you are being charged with. Like if you go to Sears, you buy some shoes, they're going to charge you. Well, that's what the that's what the cop is going to do. He's going to charge you with doing something, and you're going to have to pay the charge. And so when he writes out the ticket, and then he signs it, then he hands it to you, and you're expected to sign it and pay the ticket. So you sign the ticket, and you, and you got it in your hand now. <clears throat> you give him back the pad, and you keep the ticket, and you're expected to pay the ticket. But what you don't know and no one's ever told you in the corrupt fascist government we live under, the Marxist-Leninist-Soviet communist system that we live under never told you that when you sign a ticket, it's called a ticket in commerce. It's a commercial document. Money is going to change hands. Somebody's got to pay this ticket. So it's called a ticket in commerce. And when you sign the ticket in commerce, you've never been told, no one's ever told you, you are a co-signer in a ticket in commerce. So if you go in to buy something in a store and your credit is not that good, and therefore you really can't get the product you need unless somebody signs for you as a co-signer. Well, okay, if I sign for you as a co-signer, that means if you don't pay the ticket, I will. So that's what you're doing when you get a ticket from the cop. If he doesn't pay the ticket, you co-signed it. You are an undersigner. You have undersigned the cop's name, and he signed. He filled out the ticket. He wrote it. It's his ticket. He was carrying it on his person. And he signed the ticket first, and you are a co-signer on a ticket in commerce. Therefore, you're expected to pay it. Why? Because he's not going to pay the ticket. You are. But if you take that ticket, and I've seen it done, and you photocopy the ticket, and you send the photocopy to the Secretary of State in the state in which you live, and tell the Secretary of State, just put on there on an affidavit, that you signed that says, I co-signed, I was talked into co-signing something I didn't realize I was co-signing for. And I would like to, uh, to take my name off of the co-signing of this ticket and have it given back to the person who had it first. I don't want to co-sign for this ticket. And the Secretary of State will then send it to the treasurer of the state in which you live. The treasurer will then register that and then send the ticket to the cop. And he has to pay it because he signed it first. You're just the undersigner. You are the co-signer of a ticket in commerce. It's his ticket. He's the one that signed it first. But how many people know that when you sign a ticket by a cop, on the highway, it's his ticket. He signed it first, and you are a co-signer, and the Secretary of State will send it to the treasurer of the state, and the treasurer will send it to the cop, and he has to pay the ticket. How many people have ever told you that? How many people in America know that? Well, I know that because I have spent my life researching and studying the world of the occult the world of lies and deception and the way the governments work. 
and the way the mafia works, the way organized criminals work. I've been ripped off and lied to and chided because of who I am and what I do, but I don't care. At least I know what's going on. I know how things work. And I understand when you go to court, you're playing a game like basketball is played on a court and tennis is played on a court. How do you play tennis on a court? You play with a racket. The whole idea of going to court is a racket. And how many people in America realize that there's something called an insurance company for judges? I don't remember the exact name, but it's an insurance company just for judges in America. And that insurance company tells the judge that if he can come up with a a felony, that he gets a huge uh, financial uh, financial impact on the judge's retirement. He gets, at the end of the year, he gets a big fat check from the insurance company for everyone he's found guilty of some kind of a crime. It's a kickback. Yeah, it's a kickback from the insurance company for judges. It's on my website. My uh, it's on my website. I just can't remember. Can the, you can you give out the web the website, Jordan? Because we need to take a break. We'll come back and we'll get right back into. It. But what is the website? The website is Jordan Maxwell Show. Jordan Go to Jordan Maxwell Show and join my research website. The research website is on my original website, Jordan Maxwell Show. Com. You have to write it out because Google has pulled me down. They don't want me talking. So you can't find Jordan Maxwell's show. You used to could put my name in it. would show jordanmaxwellshow.com. But today you can't do that. Google has taken me down. So you have to actually type in the word jordanmaxwellshow.com. And then when you go to my website, go to my research website on the home page and click on that and you will see all the documentation of the stuff I'm talking about. It's all linked all up. All the lies and deception that you have never heard. It's all linked and up on the, the Facebook page. I'm going to tell you. JordanMaxwellShow.com. Jordan will tell you more when we come back from break. Facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. www.thesecretteachings.info. rdgable at yahoo.com. More with Jordan after this. You are listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. To contact Ryan, email rdgable at yahoo.com. If you're looking for something to do while you're quarantined or locked down at home, check out www.thesecretteachings.info for our entire show archive. There you'll find every single broadcast after it airs, and you can download and stream every single one of those shows with great guests and timeless subjects. Right now, it's only $35 for a one-year subscription to the archive and a free copy of one of my books with free shipping in the United States. It supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and it supports you. You can also check out my three books independently, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir. Read reviews and see the books at www.thesecretteachings.info. Whether you subscribe, purchase a book, 
or you simply listen to the show five nights a week. It's a great way to stay informed and to be entertained. Again, that's www.thesecretteachings.info, thesecretteachings.info, or find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings, and shoot us an email at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hi, Jeremy Scott here from Into the Paranormal, and I'm back live Saturdays at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings t-shirts are now available through TeePublic and the show website at thesecretteachings.info. Whatever your color or size, check out the full selection on our website. Shirt designs include the Secret Teachings logo, our Occult Arcana shirt, the infamous Mothman, and of course the Blue Chicken Avian shirts, among others like the Paranormal Desert shirt. Check them out on TeePublic by searching for The Secret Teachings or simply visit thesecretteachings.info and select the merchandise option at the top of the page. This is Reverend John M. Polk from johnpolkmedia.com and you are listening to KTLK, The Fringe. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. We've heard your feedback loud and clear. You called it out, and now we're answering. All new live programming, five nights a week. Always remember, the Fringe FM is for you, the listener. And we appreciate your feedback. Keep the feedback coming. You can email us at talkback at thefringe.fm. Call the station at 501-777-5631. Or send us a message on Facebook at The Fringe FM. Voila! In view, a humble vaudevillian veteran, cast vicariously as both victim and villain by the vicissitudes of fate. This visage, no mere veneer of vanity, is a vestige of the vox populi, now vacant, vanished. However, this valorous visitation of a bygone vexation stands vivified and has vowed to vanquish these venal and virulent vermin, vanguarding vice and vouchsafing the violently vicious and voracious violation of volition. The only 
a verdict is vengeance. A vendetta held as a votive not in vain. For the value and veracity of such shall one day vindicate the vigilant and the virtuous. And this is The Secret Teachings, right here on the Fringe FM, five nights a week, Monday through Friday. If you'd like to contact us, the email is rdgable at yahoo.com, r-d-g-a-b-l-e at yahoo.com. And the social media page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, you'll be able to find The Secret Teachings page and my personal page, Ryan Gable, and you'll find all of our guests' information there, the websites, jordanmaxwellshow.com and the research website. It'll be linked up on Facebook, but it's pretty simple to type out jordanmaxwellshow.com. Of course, Jordan Maxwell, who else would it be, joining us on tonight's broadcast for these final couple of segments to talk a little bit about psychological warfare. Jordan was talking about the IRS. We got into the IRS and the nature of psychological warfare there and also the nature of psychological warfare, brainwashing, gaslighting, pertaining to the current set of events that we are experiencing around the world, though in the United States, some states are experiencing a far more authoritarian approach to measures that are meant to curtail the supposed spread of a, of a virus, which isn't really killing anybody uh, or even making people sick for that matter, because the numbers are inflated and, and places that don't have these restrictions that have the least restrictions seem to be, doing the best. It shows you what authoritarianism ultimately cultivates and how we are on a path to communist China in a technological state of control, a technocratic state of control, the likes of which there may be no return from with the absolute power of artificial intelligence and things of that nature, satellites in the sky, a technological sub-reality like we talked about with David Icke on Wednesday. I mean, all of this is pertinent to discuss, and I think, Jordan, that no matter where you start, this all comes together and it connects in some way, shape, or form. We start out talking about psychological warfare, we end up at the IRS, and then we we end up, you're talking about judges and uh, judges receiving kickbacks for uh, felony charges. I mean, yeah, the whole system is played on a court, and it is a racket. And that's why in America we have what is known as a United States criminal justice system. Yes. So justice for the criminals. justice system. And if you look up the word system, which most people couldn't care less, but unfortunately there are some people like me who do care. And so if you look up the word system, you will find the word system is a Latin word that the Romans gave to a sewer. Their sewer was called in Rome, in the ancient Roman Empire, their sewer was called a system, the system. And today we still use that term, the sewer system, because it goes back to the old Latin word for the sewer. And in Rome. And so today we have a religious system, a governmental system, the banking system, 
an educational system. It's all from the sewer. And until you wake up and understand what America used to be before it got raped, we used to be called America, land of the free and the home of the brave. But like my friend Dick Gregory used to say, we're not free or brave. If you were brave, you'd have done something about the masters who are raping you in your country, destroying your country and your freedoms and your life. You're not, you're not free or brave. You're just ignorant, ill-informed, unread slaves. But, but from what, you've ex- what you explained earlier, Jordan, it seems like whether it's the, the police officer paying the ticket as opposed to you if you go through the proper process or becoming a citizen of the state if you go through the proper process, there are ways to still work within the original system. Is that correct? Yes, there are ways to work within the original system, <clears throat> and, they, and they certainly do work because the guys who have taken over your country and lied to you know what the system is and how America was founded, and it's still there. And believe me, like the mafia, I have, to have guys in the mob tell me, in the mob there are certain laws and regulations you do not break. You do not go against the laws in the gang, whatever the gang is, like Hell's Angels or whatever. If there are certain understandings that you take when you join the the operation, there are certain things you do not do. You're asking to be killed if you do things you're not supposed to do. Yeah, you may be a criminal, but there are certain things inside the criminal organization that you cannot do. And so understanding that, you need to understand what America really is. Do you have uh, so many things we do every day, we're told that we have to do. And why? Because everybody else does it. Yeah, because everybody else is so stupid that they will jump off a cliff. That means you got to also because you're about as stupid as they are. But if you have a brain and intellectually superior, in your mind that you start thinking for yourself and questioning the reality you think you're living in, you will find that there is a world of difference between a United States citizen, a U.S. citizen, and an American. Because if you say in law, judges know this, you don't know. But in a courtroom, if you say you are a U.S. citizen, And you agree to that. If somebody calls you a U.S. citizen, you think, yeah, I'm a citizen of the United States. United States does not mean North America. It does not mean the United States of America. The United States of America is U.S. of A. But U.S. citizen is a corporation. It's a privately owned municipal corporation. And you are an employee of a corporation. This is why when I see you out one night with a girl and I call you the next morning, I say, you know that girl you were with last night? Yes. You better watch out for her. She's bad company. And you say, mind your own business. Why? Because you're going to get married. She's going to be your partner. What are you talking about? Commerce, business, company, partner, you're talking about commerce. Look up the word commerce in a law dictionary. 
go out of your way and do something intelligent for a change. As an American, read a dictionary. Go to the law library and read a law dictionary and look up the word commerce. It will tell you commerce is sex. S-E-X is called commerce in law. That's why when you're getting married, you got to have a license. Why? Because it's a business. Well, wouldn't it also be? It also be. You know, we refer to genitalia as, uh, you know, or breasts as goods. So it's an exchange of goods, a marriage certificate. <laughs> we That's make. Right. We make vows. Exactly. <laughs> it's an incredible story. And that's why when you're getting married, you have to have a license. Why? Because it's a piece of business. Who you're marrying and sleeping with is none of my business. And who I choose to sleep with is none of your business. It's a business. That's why it's called a business. And whoever the female you're sleeping with is going to be your partner. We're talking about commerce is a business. That's why if you're going to do any business, you've got to have a business license. Let me give you another ex example of how much you don't know or how much people have never been told. When you go into a dealership and buy a new car, usually with that new car, you've got the glove compartment or with the sun visor overhead, you've got something called an operator's manual. It has outlined everything about that car you need to know, when to change the tires, when to change the oil, and how to operate that car. So therefore, you, are, you have an operator's manual. But if you are buying that car, that motorcycle, that truck, that 18-wheeler, or that, or that motorcycle, whatever it is that has wheels, and you are buying it, you get an operator's manual. But if you're going to use those wheels to make money, now that's different. Now you are no longer you're no longer considered an operator. You don't need an operator's manual because if you're going to use the car to make it into a cab so that you can make money, that's different. Now you are in business and you've got to have a license to do business. And so now you are not an operator of a vehicle, you are a driver. That's why you have things like a cab driver, a bus driver, a truck driver. If you're going to use the wheels to make money, you are considered a driver, not an, a, not an owner of a vehicle. No, you are a driver. And as a driver, you've got to have a license because it's a business. So you've got a driver's license. And that's why it's an incredible story about how much people do every day that have no idea in the world what they're doing. You don't need a driver's license if you're not using the wheels to make money. If you're buying the car to make it into a cab, now you're in business, so now you're considered by law a driver, and you got to have a license to do business, so you got a driver's license. It's an incredible world of lies and deception and deceit that lawyers know about, but you don't, and that's why there's a difference between something called legal and something lawful. Lawful does not mean legal, and legal is a different word that's spelled differently from the word lawful. Lawful is spell one word, legal is spell another way. 
So there are two different words, and which one is lawful and which one is legal. You can do all kinds of things which are perfectly legal but totally unlawful according to the law. And here's the reason why there's a difference between law and legal. Because in 1860s, there was a civil war in this country. And after the civil war, which we're told was so incredibly bloody and violent, that we had a civil war where Americans were killing other Americans. Incredible, violent war going on inside the United States of America. And after that war was over in about 1870, in the year 1869 to 1870, the war was finally over and the people who ran this country, all the corrupt politicians and all the big shot uh, lawyers and their money people and the financiers and the bankers, they all got together and they came to the decision that the United States of America no longer actually existed. And the Supreme Court said that the United States of America, founded in 1776, no longer exists. There is no United States of America. Why? Simple. Because we just had a civil war, and we were, every, we were all kinds of things, but not united. We were no longer a united states. We were killing each other in a civil war. And so after the Civil War, we're no longer considered to be united. So how do you run a country this size, the size that we were, when there are millions of people who want to work and who need money and who want to feed themselves and who want to have families? And how do you, how do you run the country? What's the basis for your country if you no longer have a United States of America? So it was decided by the guys who run this country the actual criminal empire, the, the organized criminal conspiracy against the people of America, they decided the guys in power, like, like all the criminals in Washington, D.C. today, organized crime, the criminals decided we're no longer going to have a United States of America because we're not united anymore. So let's, let's do it this way. They decided, they came upon the idea Let's call it the United States and incorporate it as a company in Delaware. And we'll call it the United States Corporation. And if you are a citizen of the United States or a U.S. citizen, you are not an American. You have no, you have no connection to the Constitution or the Declaration of Independence. You have nothing to do whatsoever with the Bill of Rights. You are not an American. Americans were free people. But if you are a U.S. citizen, that means you are an employee of a foreign corporation. What do you mean foreign? Well, the judges will tell you, if you can find a, an honest judge that will tell you, and lawyers that will tell you, they know, but they're not about to tell you. The U.S. citizen is a corporation. It was incorporated in Delaware. You can write to the state of Delaware and ask them, could you please send me the incorporation papers for the United States Corporation founded in 1870? 
and it will probably cost you about 10 or 20 bucks to get a photocopy of the incorporation papers for the corporation called United States Incorporate. Is that like and the state the state government of Delaware? Correct, absolutely. And so therefore every state is incorporated. Now we know because because of the consistency of study by other intellectually superior thinking people who want to know. We now know all governments on the earth, including China, Russia, Egypt, and every place else, all governmental systems on the earth are corporations. They're companies, and they're owned by somebody. Somebody owns the corporation. They are the big, uh, what do you call them, security holders. Somebody owns governments. And so the question should be, in our minds, who owns the United States Corporation? And when you go into the military and go down like a fool and sign up for the military and you're going in the Army because you think that's so brilliant, you have no idea in the world. You're not going in to serve America. You're going in to serve the United States Corporation. Find out who owns the United States Corporation. And find out for the first time you are an employee of a foreign corporation because the corporation is headquartered in Washington, D.C., not Philadelphia. Philadelphia is where the United States of America was founded. And that's why it's called the city of brotherly love. Not because everybody in Philadelphia loves each other. No, brotherly love coming from the Masonic word. Brother, the brothers in the Masonic Lodge. That's why it was called the city of brotherly love because it was founded by the Freemasons who founded the country called the United States of America. I, d I didn't know that about, I knew Philadelphia is the city of brotherly love, but I didn't understand that's why, but that makes perfect sense. So, so yeah. really this is the ultimate psychological warfare, the nature of how the world really works. Oh God, yes. Oh heaven, if you even suspected if you even knew to the small degree of how this country actually works and what is actually happening to america you would be absolutely flabbergasted you'd be so surprised to find out you are not an american you have no connection to the american constitution to the Constitutional Declaration of Independence or the Bill of Rights, none of that applies to you. None of it applies to you. That's why when you go into court, they tell you to sit down and shut up. The judge will tell you what you're going to do and what you're not going to do. And that's why it's called the American criminal justice system. It, the whole justice system is run by organized crime. The judges get paid. I know because I was in court once and the, and the, and the uh, public defender told me, he said, Jordan, you have to realize that the judges are being paid from a large insurance company. And the insurance companies, he told me, insurance companies are the power behind banks. All the banks of America, their bosses are the insurance companies. Insurance companies run the banking world. And that's why when you write a number on a piece of paper, when you're writing a check and you're writing a number, you first of all have a little S with a line through it. 
which indicates that you're talking about money. And you put the little S with a line through it that indicates you're talking about money. What is that little line through the S mean? The little line through the S means it's an insurance script. I-S, insurance script. And the insurance script, you take $150, you put a little line through the S, and then write 150 That $150 becomes $150. That's insurance script, the I and the S. You don't understand how the world works. The well, insurance companies run this planet. But Jordan, let me let me ask you this for time's sake. I, I want to ask you two questions that I think are practical for all listeners. But I want to um, obviously, first of all, observe that money is energy because we call it currency, right? And That's right. Uh, I, I I went to the pharmacy the other day to pick something up. I have a, a, a one-year and a couple-month-old son. I go to the pharmacy to pick something up, something very simple that is, uh, his fam- the family doctor had prescribed. And I go up to the counter, and I, and I get the, the creams. And the, uh, the pharmacist says, that'll be $2. And I said, I thought insurance covered it. She said, it, it does, it does. Now listen to this, Jordan. She said, it does. And I said, okay, then why is it $2? She said, well, you just have to, you have to tell the, the insurance company that you want to waive the fee. And I said, I have to call them? She said, no. And I swear, Jordan, she did this. She said no. And she looked at her manager on the other side of the room. She said, you just have to say waive the fee. I said, you mean like literally if I say waive the fee, it's over? And she said, yep. I said, okay, waive the fee. And she said, there it is. It's gone. She said, you have to tell us to waive it or the state of New York charges $2 on everything that is that is purchased, I guess, through the pharmacy. And if you don't say waive the fee, then they just you accept it. You acquiesce to it. They don't ask you. It's just, it's a charge. So we have to be aware. We have to be steadfast in our approach. And we have to always question authority and ask, why is this happening? I think that's the basis of what you're saying. And so based on that, I want to know from your point of view. I remember one night you and I, when I came to Flagstaff, we were hanging out in the car. We were talking. You gave me some book recommendations. Can you give the listeners some recommendations, some things to read? What would Jordan Maxwell read? And then maybe if you want to spend another minute after that, just giving us Jordan Maxwell's message. We've got about eight minutes total, if you can do that in that time. Yes. Most interesting book I've come across in a long time was written by a man named James Billington, B-I-L-L-I-N-G-T-O-N, James Billington. He, at the time, this was back in 1999 when I found the book, <clears throat> he was the chief librarian for the Library of Congress. This is not some guy off the street who's come up a little novel. This was the chief librarian for the Library of Congress. And it was a masterful book, incredibly fascinating book. It was called Fire in the Minds of Men. Fire in the Minds of Men. And it was said to be, the subtitle was Investigating the Philosophies Behind the World in Which You Live. This is the secret societies who run America and the whole world. And it began to show you how America was founded, 
who was running the world before America and where did the American system come from and why is it called the United States of America and, uh, and all of the way that the United States of America actually works and how it operates and what the words mean and who's running what and who pays for who. And it's an extraordinarily big, thick book called Fire in the Minds of Men. And it's really explaining the world of communism, where it came from and how the world actually works today. And I have, if you go on my website, you jordanmaxwellshow.com, that's my website. Now, you're hearing me saying that. The reason I emphasize the word show, that you have to type that in, jordanmaxwellshow.com. It's because there are other websites out there, many other websites out on the web with my name that I don't own. People are using my name to make money for themselves because they know what I'm talking about rings true with lots of people. And people want to understand what's going on, so they use my name to make money. <clears throat> but I only have one website, jordanmaxwellshow.com. When you go to jordanmaxwellshow.com, I think on the homepage you have recommended materials. Or you can join my, my research society. It's a research website. And on my research website, there is a there is a division on my research website, and it's right there on the home page. When you go to jordanmaxwellshow.com, it will say, here is Jordan Maxwell Research. Join the research website. That's where all of my work is, all the documents and pictures and understandings of all the things I'm talking about. It's all there, but most people never even think about why would we call the research website because that's where it's all the research is i'm putting the documents i'm putting everything out there for you to read and understand how your world works <clears throat> and so you go on the jordan maxwell research society a research website and you will see uh there's those different divisions of, of information different folders and different kinds of information on there. <clears throat> there is one place called, one folder is called Interesting Articles. I'm going to change that name from Interesting Articles to Important Documents because that's more what it really is. It's called Interesting Articles. Go on my research website and go to Interesting Articles and you will see I think it's on page three, number, it's on page three of interesting articles. It's a profoundly interesting article about, and most people have never heard any of this. Like most of the things I talk about, people have never heard because they haven't lived in my world and spent 24 hours a day studying at UCLA, USC, Berkeley University, studying all the dark lies and the secrets of how the world really works. I've spent my whole life doing it. But you will see on my website, on my research website, under interesting articles, you will see the uh, 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 an, imp uh, a, an entry 
<clears throat> I think it's on page three. And it's, it is the story, all the article is a story about how your body is worth millions of dollars on the stock exchange of New York. It shows you exactly how much you're worth and how much the internal revenue said that you are worth on the New York Stock Exchange. Most people do not know because they're, they're losing their homes during 2008 when people were going broke and losing their homes and having to move because they couldn't pay for their home. They did not realize your body is a security on the New York Stock Exchange. All you have to do to find out how much your worth is, go on my research website and go to interesting articles and go and you see there's a whole article there showing how much your body is worth and what you can do with it. And most people didn't know that they were worth six to nine million dollars on the New York Stock is that part Exchange. Of, is that part of the Social Security number as well being traded on the Stock Exchange? That's exactly right. It's part of the Social Security number on the back of your Social Security card. <clears throat> because if you're working for a corporation, which you are, the United States Corporation, if you're working for a corporation, when you're on duty, you wear a badge. So the customers coming in can tell you work for that corporation. You're working for the company. And when you and so when you join the corporation, which you join, whether you, whether you like it or not, when you're born, you get a social security card. Social security means the whole company, everybody working for that company, like Ford Motor Company, they have employees in China and Africa and Asia and all over the world. And governments as a huge corporation. But anybody working for the corporation is referred to in law as the body social. The body social is everybody together, no matter what country, what, what race, creed, or color. It doesn't matter if you're working for Ford, you're a part of the Ford Corporation, you're being paid by the same company, and you're part of the body. And therefore, if you're a part of the body, it's called the body social. And so if you show up for work every morning and do what you're supposed to do every day, you are an employee of a corporation. But if you do your job and you do it well, then you are a security for the corporation. They're having you do something that they need done, and they're paying you to do it. And so therefore, you are part of what they call the body social. And when you retire, which means that when it's time to go home, you're going to retire from work. Unless, of course, you're going to retire for life and you're going home for good. And so now when you retire, they're going. the corporation actually has made a lot of money off of you, millions of dollars off of you. You didn't know it because you were doing the cleanup at night, but you didn't know that the cleanup cost them money to have that done, but you were doing it for them. So they have to pay you something to keep you quiet when you go home. You need to have an income. You're used to working and having an income. So since you were a security, as long as you were doing your job, you, you were security for the body social. So when you retire for good, you get something called social security. Why? Because you are the security for the body social. 
Now they are paying you to stay home. It's called social security. Why? Because they've made so many millions of dollars over the years. And with all the millions and billions of dollars the corporations have made, they can they can write checks for you know, 10 times that size. So they've made a lot of money off of you. The least they could do is give you a few dollars to live on, <clears throat> to pay your rent and eat. And, so and Jordan, your mouth shut. we're just about out of time. So if you can give maybe a, a few sentence solution to starting the process for new listeners, for people that are just now hearing some of this stuff, what's the first thing that we can do as I bring the music up here? I would suggest you go on Jordan. That's like the country of Jordan or the river Jordan, J-O-R-D-A-N, Jordan Maxwell, M-A-X-W-E-L-L. Go on the website Jordan Maxwell Show. S-H-O-W dot com. Don't forget show dot com. And go to research website on the home page and join the, re- the research website. And then go to interesting articles. Look at all the pictures that I on the research, uh, research website of all the pictures in theology and religion where the ideas have come from. It will shock you when you find out what Christianity really is and where it came from. It will be absolutely shocking when you find out who wrote the Bible and what the Bible really represents and what Christianity and Judaism and Islam are really all about. Why are there three major religions? Because there's always a triune God, Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Brahma, Vishnu, Siva, Osiris, Isis, Horus. It always has to be three gods in one. And maybe we so can maybe we can talk about that the next time you come on the show because that's one of my favorite subjects as well. Fire in the minds Let's of do it. Fire in the yep. minds of men was the other book that you recommended. JordanMaxwellShow.com. Jordan, thank you so much for coming on the broadcast. Absolutely, thank you for having me. Bye bye. Yep. All right. Bye bye, Jordan www.thesecretteachings.info that's the website rdgable at yahoo.com facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings if you'd like to subscribe to our archive you can do it on the website you get a one year subscription and a free book or you can get the book separately food philosophy is my updated book it's twice as large it's updated it's on its way you can buy copies now food philosophy the technological elixir and occult arcana supports the show the network and you stay safe stay informed and we'll talk to you on the next broadcast you are listening to the secret teachings with your host ryan gable to contact ryan email rdgable at yahoo.com If you're looking for something to do while you're quarantined or locked down at home, check out www.thesecretteachings.info for our entire show archive. There you'll find every single broadcast after it airs, and you can download and stream every single one of those shows with great guests and timeless subjects. Right now, it's only $35 for a one-year subscription to the archive 
and a free copy of one of my books with free shipping in the United States. It supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and it supports you. You can also check out my three books independently, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir. Read reviews and see the books at www.thesecretteachings.info. Whether you subscribe, purchase a book, or you simply listen to the show five nights a week, it's a great way to stay informed and to be entertained. Again, that's www.thesecretteachings.info, thesecretteachings.info, or find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings, and shoot us an email at rdgable at yahoo.com.